welcome to AOA's Lessons in Leadership. This is our inaugural podcast, and co-host Alex Aleem and myself are pleased to welcome our guest, Rex Hayden. So Dr. Hayden is the Simon and Colt Families Professor of Orthopedic Surgery and Associate Director of the Molecular Oncology Laboratory at the University of Chicago. He has been an AOA member since 2009. His clinical focus is orthopedic oncology. His research focuses on identifying novel agents for the treatment of sarcomas and the use of bone morphogenetic proteins to treat musculoskeletal disorders. He serves as the fellowship program director for the Musculoskeletal Oncology Program. Dr. Hayden is also serving as the program chair for the 2020 AOA annual meeting in June. We are very excited to welcome as the first guest in our podcast, AOA's Lesson in Leadership. Dr. Hayden, thank you. Dr. Hayden, thank you so much for being here. And we invited you because we would love to hear more about the annual meeting, uh, which is scheduled for June in Baltimore. First, um, can you give us any brief comments about um, the, an overview of the meeting, kind of what you see as a few highlights, then maybe we'll delve a little deeper into a couple of those areas. Sure. So, you know, we're very excited about the meeting. It is in Baltimore. It's at the uh, Waterfront Marriott. It's scheduled for June 11th through the 13th. And that's just the annual meeting. Remember that there is also the Associated uh, Resident Leadership Forum, the Emerging Leaders Program, the CORD Program. So there's a lot that's sort of part of the meeting above and beyond just the symposia. But I'm very excited. I know one of the questions that's probably on many people's mind is is in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, what's happening with the meeting. And honestly, uh, you know, our intent is to certainly proceed with a meeting as close to uh, kind of normal as possible. But, you know, much like any of the other medical meetings that are occurring in this time frame, we're really trying to at least keep abreast of, of the CDC guidelines. And if there's any need to make modifications, we're absolutely prepared to do that. Dr. Hayden, um, you know, as someone like myself who really only has uh, a limited interaction with the AOA in the first couple of years in practice, what are some of the really highlights that you think Uh, people should look for for the annual meeting? Why should maybe younger um, orthopedic surgeons come to the AOA annual meeting um, and add it to their list of things to to take time to? So uh, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that we've heard from our membership uh, time and time again during the probably the past five to 10 years is how important this event is for um, leadership development and networking opportunities. And these are um, certainly, we're dealing with many individuals who are leaders in their field. They have a lot to uh, kind of say about critical issues, but they're also excellent mentors. And so being able to create a format for the meeting, and we worked hard to create, number one, symposia that are a little bit more interactive in their focus. So things that are going to hopefully bring people in and, and sort of less of a somebody sitting on a podium and talking to you as much as having a group conversation, which includes everybody. And we tried to invite, uh, you know, individuals that are participating in the Resident Leadership Forum and the Emerging Leader Programs who are a little bit earlier career, you know, to participate in those. We've also included even some networking uh, sessions, which are meant to kind of break down some of the barriers between, um, I would say, younger members who may be a little kind of uh, maybe uh, unwilling to kind of approach some leaders in the field, but to create a, a better format for networking. Fantastic. Uh, what caught my eye were two guest speakers, including the Howard H. Steele lecture, that's Bruce Gillingham, and also um, 
the presidential guest speaker, John Feinstein, who's talking about best seat in the house, a lifetime of sports. Any comments on those two uh, expected speakers? Well, I think they're they're very different in their focus. I'm not going to give away any details of, of what they're going to talk about because I think they're both very engaging and have a lot to say. You know, one is obviously the, you know, has has more of a, a military medicine perspective. Um, the other is sort of coaching. And these are all organizations, whether it be the military or, or sports organizations, where teamwork is an important part of of leadership, and this is something, uh, a broad theme that they're going to kind of come at from different angles. Uh, above and beyond that, I'm not going to spoil uh, with any uh, any details. Um, can you speak a little bit about the uh, the Rapid Fire Symposium? I think that's uh, a relatively new uh, addition to the annual meeting this year. Yeah, it's 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 not new. Uh, you know, Keith Cantor last year introduced this, and I think uh, in in the spirit of creating a more interactive format. Um, as opposed to the more standard kind of symposia structures that we've used in the past. The, the rapid fire is meant to have very little time with somebody kind of reviewing information. We set up a problem and they kind of throw out this issue into the audience. And basically it's meant to be, you know, very, very uh, interactive with audience participation. So there's moderators, there's people in the audience that are passing around microphones um, the, the person who's moderating is actually moving usually inside the crowd. So it's, again, more of a feeling like this is a discussion, not just a lecture. Um, so we have, you know, three, uh, we noticed last year that, you know, there's always so much time, you know, I would say some of these topics bring up conversations. It's actually hard to kind of stop them. So we're doing three. One of them is looking at physician uh, burnout uh, by Lisa Latanza. One is looking at how we manage uh, difficult colleagues, which is uh, Julie Samora and uh, Sandy Emery. And then we have a third one, which is uh, looking at how we look at publications. Joe Zuckerman will lead a conversation about, you know, whether it's quantity or quality. So these are, again, very unstructured relative to what many people are used to. And again, it's, it's, it's meant to really be a little bit more um, interactive in its, in its uh, content. All of the symposiums also sound really enticing. Uh, symposium one is, can we align conflicting agendas, medical education, and value-based care, moderated by Daniel Murray, who I know is quite engaging. Um, that one caught my eye. Any comments on that one or any of the others that uh, you're excited about? Well, I, I mean, we can delve into the details of each of them, but you know, this is a topic, honestly, that we all struggle with in not only academic medical centers, but larger um, clinical practices where there's still education and training occurring. And essentially, we have two competing uh, demands upon us. One is, you know, a value-based care system that incentivizes um, productivity and activities that sometimes come at the expense of education. So this is a, a symposium that's really meant to try to bring some leaders in the field. We also have a resident who is going to be one of the uh, participants. And this is one of the exciting things is bringing in voices from the resident perspective to really talk about how this is experienced by a department uh, chair, for example, a learner, and somebody that heads a large, uh, you know, uh, health group. So again, I think there's a lot. This is clearly something that we all struggle with. You know, uh, these are some really wonderful speakers that are going to be able to provide some real perspective on this, and I'm hoping that we'll have some really great conversation. You know, one of the things that I kind of found when I first started learning more about the AOA, I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be part of the Resident Leadership Forum a few years ago. Um, and you look at the 
you know, the topics, this is not what you expect out of an orthopedics meeting. And that's kind of when I first showed up at the AOA meeting five years ago, you know, you don't see, you know, there's not a discussion about fracture fixation or techniques or things like that. Can you speak a little bit, you kind of spoke at the beginning a little bit about kind of AOA's mission, but how this really should be something that orthopedic surgeons uh, should be interested in and should participate in, because it's not something that I really thought about a lot as a resident until I came to the resident leadership forum. Um, and it's now something that I find incredibly important and impactful in my career. Well, you know, you, you, you bring up a really important point and I think, um, some of the, the, the real, I would say the heart and soul of our organization is leadership development and also graduate medical education and the sort of education of our learners. And one of the things that we've learned is that these are not distinct uh, areas, that actually what is critical during residency training is above and beyond simply kind of learning the specifics of how we operate and why we should operate, but also learning how to work within a team setting, how to work within a larger healthcare setting. And leadership development is something that we really want to kind of include in the curriculum uh, at the resident and early career levels when most people are a little bit more concerned about just learning how to pass, you know, the OITE or the, the boards. And so I think the AOA has a really important role to play throughout an individual's career because we're all, you know, we don't practice in a vacuum. We all are kind of, um, you know, touched by issues that affect uh, the healthcare system. Um, so this is really an opportunity to bring leaders together and people throughout the spectrum of their career to really discuss this. And I think it's one of the few meetings where it's intimate enough, where you can really get people together and have meaningful, meaningful conversations. Thank you, Dr. Hayden. That is an excellent summary. And I want to say thank you uh, both for your time today, but more importantly, for your time spent over the last several years putting together this meeting. It's really come together beautifully, and I'm super excited and hope it comes off without a hitch. Um, I know we're all holding our breath a little bit. No, we're we're super excited. It's probably one of the most gratifying things that I've done is kind of getting these uh, issues together. And again, I just hope uh, we can hear everybody's voice uh, in June. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.